Good morning. Our first reading comes from the book of Daniel. In the first year of King Belzar's of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions in his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four great runs of heaven stirring up from the great sea, and four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this. So he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth. But the holy ones of the Most High will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and ever. Please read with me Psalm 149 responsibly. Hallelujah. Sing to the Lord a new song. God's praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let them praise their maker's name with singing or dancing. Let them sing praise with tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in the people and adorns the poor with victory. Let the faithful rejoice in triumph. Let them sing for joy in their on their beds. Let the praises of God be in their throat and a two-edged sword. To wreak vengeance upon the nations and punishment on the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles with wings of iron. To inflict on them the judgment decreed. This is the glory for all God's faithful ones. Hallelujah. Our second reading comes from the book of Ephesians. In Christ we have obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also were, when you had heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance towards redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that God our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him so that the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know that this is the hope to which he has called you, and what the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ, that, we, that he raised him from the dead, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and that above every name that is named, not only in this age, but the age to come. He and he has put all these things under his feet, and has made him the head of all things for the church, which in this body the and the fullness of his 
of him who fills in all. Here ends the readings. this All Saints Sunday is the gospel according to Luke. We are in chapter 6. <clears throat> Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and you will weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other one also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of our Lord. be seated. Good morning again and welcome. I would like to turn you to that second lesson, the letter of Paul to the Ephesians chapter 1 and maybe in particular verse 13. Paul says some complicated things in this lesson. It's not exactly easy, but what he says in verse 13 is this. Dear friends in Christ, you have heard the word of truth, you have believed in Jesus, and you have been marked, marked with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied among you all in the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, in confirmation class the last year and a half or so, and I'm looking straight at two of the star pupils right there, who of course, of course, are going to be paying attention this morning. But in confirmation class the last year and a half or so, we've kind of gotten into the habit of beginning many, if not all, of our sessions by talking about cows. 
Man, it's a long story. It is, and I'm not even going to try to begin to make sense of it all, but the fact is many, if not all, of our class sessions these days start with cows. And while I cannot personally contribute a great deal to that conversation, I do remember growing up in the state of Kansas where there is a lot of ranching, and there are places out there where it's still pretty much open range. And the cattle, therefore, are always going to be branded. This hot metal thing, it burns a mark permanently into their backsides. The cattle are branded. Why? Why? Has the animal misbehaved? Bad cow. Bad. Bad cow. That'll teach you for not playing well with the other calves. Bad cow. That's ridiculous. Branding is not punishment. Branding, as I think you know from watching a few episodes of Gunsmoke, branding is a mark of ownership. So that if the animal is ever lost, or perhaps in days of old, stolen, it can find its way back home again. Branding is not punishment. Branding is so you can go home. In the book of Genesis, chapter 4, does anybody remember Genesis chapter 4? Can you tell me off the top of your head what happens? In Genesis chapter 4, Cain murders his brother Abel. Ah, it's a long story. We don't have time today, but Cain murders Abel. And filled with guilt, filled with despair, Cain takes off running. He leaves his home and goes to live in the land of Nod, is what the Bible says. And in the Hebrew language, the word Nod means wandering, okay? He went to live in the land of wandering. In other words, Cain didn't go live any place in particular. Instead, Cain spent the rest of his life on the run. The rest of his life, he's running from his guilt and his shame. He's running from his family and his friends. The rest of his life, he's running from God. But before Cain takes off for the land of wandering, before he starts running off to Nod, what does God do? Do you remember? What happens in the story? God brands him. Genesis chapter 4, verse 15. It's the famous Mark of Cain. God brands him. Why? Is this punishment? You killed your brother Abel. This is what you get, you foul murderer, you sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Is this, a, is this punishment? No. The mark is not punishment. The mark is a brand. It's a sign of ownership. Listen, young man, says God. If you ever get tired of running, if you ever get tired of running, remember, I love you. You are mine. And this, this is home. So St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1. These are some fairly new Christians Paul is talking to here in Ephesians. And he begins his letter by simply reminding them of Jesus who died for us and on the third day rose again. That's not a bad place to start, I think. 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came into this world and died on a cross to forgive you and on the third day rose again to open before us all the way of everlasting life. And because of this Jesus, said St. Paul, you have hope. Verse 12 and again verse 18. Because of Jesus, you have hope. The hope one day of a glorious inheritance with all the saints in heaven. And in the meantime, says Paul, here on planet Earth, you have faith and you have love. Faith in God, love for one another. And for this, I just keep giving thanks to God in all my prayers. Verses 15 and 16. These are the kinds of things that Paul wants to make sure these new Christians understand. Faith and hope and love. And then he also reminds them in verse 13. My friends, you have been marked. My friends, you have been branded. You have been marked and branded by the Holy Spirit. It happened the day you were baptized. And by the way, if anybody here today kind of gets tired of listening to me preach, it happens sometimes. If you get tired of listening to me and you want to look up something for yourself, Go to page 124 in the front part of the Green Book. Green Book, page 124, it's the service of baptism. And in the middle of the page, look at what I say to somebody who has just been baptized. Have you ever wondered where those words come from? Child of God, it says. You have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Child of God, it says, page 124. You've just been branded by Jesus. You belong to him now, and you'll belong to him forever. So all of that by way of introduction. What exactly is this Bible verse saying to you and me today, anyway? Well, number one, every one of you sitting out there comfortably in the pews, you also have been marked. You know that? You also have been claimed. You also have been branded by Jesus because you also have been baptized. You belong to him now as well. You know, it's a God thing, okay? It's a God thing. You belong to him. Jesus died and rose again for you too. And in baptism, he makes it personal. You here today are marked and branded by the cross of Jesus Christ. He has claimed you as his own forever. But just because Jesus claims you as his own forever, that doesn't mean you don't take off wandering now and then. All we like sheep have gone astray, or if you prefer, all we like cattle have gotten ourselves lost on occasion. All we like Cain have simply run away. We've run from responsibility. We've run from embarrassment. We've run from guilt and shame. We've run from regret and remorse. We've run from family, we've run from friends, we've even run from God. 
and we've chosen instead to run toward any silly little thing that seems right and good at the time, no matter how petty it actually is. But I have to believe at some point in life, I have to believe that at some point it dawns on most of us that doing whatever I want and living however I feel and running after my own impulses wherever they lead, it's got to dawn on us at last this is not what we mean by freedom. That's what we mean by getting lost. Doing whatever I feel like is not freedom. Doing only and always what I feel like is what it means to be lost. And we've been there. And maybe you're there now. Maybe you're feeling a bit lost today. If so, it's not such a bad thing to realize that. On the contrary, when it dawns on you at last that you may in fact be lost, it's a God thing. It's God speaking to your heart. That realization is a God thing. So what do you do then? Well, go back to baptism. What do you do then? You take a moment to look at your brand. Jesus Christ is Son of God and Savior, and you have been baptized in his name. You have been marked with his brand. It's the sign of the cross. It was planted right here, front and center. And that cross is a reminder. This is home. This is home. The door is open. And here waiting for you is a Father's welcome. Any time, every time. Like this day, for example. You don't have to run forever. You can't. You can't run forever, and the good news is you don't even have to try. You know where home is. And turning your footsteps toward home now is the ultimate God thing. It's what the death and resurrection of Jesus is really all about. On All Saints Sunday, if you do nothing else today, if you do nothing else today, check your brand, okay? Check your brand. Remember that this Jesus died and rose again for you too. You belong to him now. The door is open. And I'll see you at home. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.